0: Yeah, we can talk about sex. And by the grace of God, I'm the one who is going to be talking. And you are going to be the one who is going to be listening. But at the end of the day, I'm going to have you ask questions. Now, just in case you think your question is too hype, or people will think it's too crazy. You know, you know there are certain questions that you just feel, come on, I'm not bold enough to step up to the mic and say, um, this is what I think, this is what I feel I I think this differently Now I, I want to tell you something sincerely tonight By now you should have known that this is A Christian based meeting Because you have heard a lot of people talk about The Holy Spirit and Jesus and all that But everything I am going to say to you today You can take it away from religion And test it on the strength of psychology And to pass Tell the truth Every single thing I am going to say to you today Take it away from religion Put it on any scale Anywhere in the world It will pass Am I talking to you? I'm doing my best tonight Not to speak from the standpoint of any kind of bias And I'm glad that you heard the things that they all had to say Hassan stood here and asked us What is love? Is it just the feeling you want to have? I mean What's that light I see in their eyes? Do you understand? Do you understand the communication between a guy and a babe? You can't you can't beat it. Solomon was writing one day and he said there are four things that there are three things that are mystery to me. The fourth one, I can't explain it. That means the first three I can I can easily, you know, maybe give a reason for it. One of the three he gave is how do lizards enter into king's palaces? Do you understand? Like, come on, this is the palace of a king. And as somebody who is more worthy than a lizard, he's a human being, maybe not in the royal class, but he stands on the outside, cannot step anywhere near the courts of the king. But you enter into the king's house, sometimes in his bedroom, and you find a rat. How did he get there? He said, some of these things just beat my mind, like, is there nothing we can do about these things? But the fourth thing he said that I can't seem to get my hand around according to Solomon. Now you need to know who he's talking. Solomon studied. Johnson, the guy was raised by a king. And one of the things that show that your royalty back then is your ability to grasp study. Come on, guys, are we together? Come on, are we together? And he said, I've studied so much. One day he got up, he said, Kai. Even this book is vanity. Have you ever thought like that as a student of ABU? You know, ABU is the only school where they ask students how walk. work. I finished there, so don't. I know what you are going through. So I feel the pain you feel. Some of you are half here and half in your jacking place, because next week it's exam. I know exactly how it feels, man. You know, I, I've stood there many times, you know. But I I, 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 can, I, can vow to you with my life that tonight is gonna, it's not going to be a wasted night for you. It won't be. Are you already enjoying yourself? Come on, are you already enjoying yourself? Solomon said, the fourth thing that I just can't get my hand around is the way of a young man and a maiden. The way of a guy and a babe. You can't understand it. Have you ever seen a guy and a babe walking on the streets? Somebody help me now. Street, come on. See, you see a guy and a babe walking on the street. Somehow their body just starts to magnet to each other. Have you ever been there? Yes, Talk to me, yes, Johnson. Yes, they start walking like this, and suddenly you notice that the guy is seemingly walking like this. His shoulder is starting to get closer. Then his hand starts to go. You know, one day my my brother was working in Universal Drugs. Right? Don't mind me. She's not my wife. She's my daughter. I can hold her. All right? Daughter in every pure sense of the word. Because some of you, your mind just traveled with daughter. All right? He said they were walking in UJ. They were walking with his friends behind. And there was this guy who was walking with this girl. And, you know, both of them were, you know, they were just. Form babe now. What did they do? You know? This girl was like. little far away from him and then as they walked closer the guy was making conscious attempts to come close you could see his body moving in that direction then while they were walking let me turn so that they can see it they were walking and then the guy would do like this then finally it was like he just gathered all the courage he could gather Then as he was putting his hands around her, my brother shouted, Come on guys, are we together? You know, why does it seem to be so? There's, There's just some kind of love attraction that you cannot beat. You see, that's the reason why I wonder where homosexuality came from. I'll tell you where it came from. If we don't do it tonight, I'll show you tomorrow. Right? There's a natural law that tells you that a lady was built to complement a guy. You understand? She has two bumps in front that complement him. You understand? What is called the breast of a... Oh no, please. We can't talk about sex. Can I talk about it? Thank you. What the breast of the lady signifies is your sufficiency. You are sufficient here when you rest here you can rest properly did you hear me i said do you hear me some of you are looking for air to
1: breathe
0: i was like some wicked person locked all the windows in the room so the oxygen is finishing did you feel like that Listen, the first thing you need to know is that sex is beautiful. You see, that's the reason why Hear this. When you see the penis of the man and the vagina of the woman, you would know that they were created to complement each other. One was created to enter the other. You understand? They were created for entrance. Sex is beautiful. That's the first thing you need to know because you see especially when we come within church context and we start to say sex somebody just feels we have spoken the unholy word you know somebody's touching something that's not holy now i need to wash your minds clean sex is holy it's pure you can never understand your relationship with god until you know sex i am I'm, I'm going to be building on that later but Solomon said, like I was saying earlier, he said, one of the things I just can't seem to get my hand around is the way of a young man and a young lady. Now, listen to me. Every time a guy is attracted to a babe or a babe trips for a guy and her legs feel like overcooked spaghetti. You didn't hear that? My God, I heard it. Did you hear that? Where are my ladies at? Uh, um, um, is it true? <laughs> now, it's important that you understand that these things were created to be so. Her breasts were created for you to find a place to rest in, it's a sweet place of rest. Do you understand? You are behaving as if you don't understand. If we close only two of you in a room now, you suddenly understand everything. But now because we are here, and actually it's part of the things you need to know about sex. It was supposed to be shared. It's something, that's the reason why one of the things that people cannot beat when they do sex indiscriminately is heartbreak. Can't beat it. because it's supposed to be something that perfects a bond between two people i didn't say something that begins a bond because you know right now we we are crazy people yeah sorry what's your name my name is sinto can we no come on now you know it it feels crazy right now but that's almost what we're turning into there's not even enough time for us to know properly. You know, it's when we're done. And everybody, uh, uh, they just thought, where are you from? I'm talk talking. It's crazy. Alright? amazingly you know until recently i always thought it was just the american culture the american thing two young people just meet themselves in school and you know they're just crazy about themselves their head over heels and woof ah, he has held the girl and wow they are suddenly in a room and, You know american film makes it look like they didn't need to walk into the room you know no don't do eyes like that like i've never watched one you know the american film makes you feel like they just saw in school and he smiled. And she smiled back. And her teeth showed light. You know, like close-up advert. Have you ever seen that? You know, her teeth just showed light. Then the girls confused. Then he came near her and touched her hand. Then they just looked at themselves in the eye. They just realized that their nose were... There was some magnetic magnetic field. Please don't be afraid. Okay, let me do with somebody who I know. No, run away. You know? Their nose just started coming. Then their mouth opened <laughs> on now are you here and then they glued now watch this you would you realize the beauty of sex in this listen you realize the beauty of sex in this sex starts with a strong sense of attraction and i know exactly how it feels don't ever think that i don't know how it feels you know when the sense of attraction comes it makes you feel like man if i don't finish this i will just die today Especially for the guys. The guy inside your trouser is not, the guy is not relenting. This today. Has it ever told you today? If not, you are eunuch. Has it ever told you today? If not, you don't have a business here. If you don't know what today is. You don't know today? And if you play with today, today will turn to right now.
1: Right now
0: one day I was visiting with the guys here and I told them something I said you want to know how futile right now is just as right now is doing you you know sometimes you can't even wait with the decency to allow the girl on bottom you feel like tearing the shirt. oh sisters don't understand what I'm talking about can I have the brother say man? talk to me When right now starts, it just feels like let the shirt tear. Don't tell me like there's not the time to start to. No, are we peeling or not? <laughs> Some of you are wondering how can a pastor talk like this? That's why you go to blue films to teach you. I've never found somebody who tells you the truth. Jumpstart, and that's the reason why when you want to play to make sure that nobody who has a sense of decency is around you. Yeah, yeah. you can't. You think you'll be playing a blue movie, and I'll step in and say, Pastor, i <laughs> 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 come coming. Pastor, consider more words. You are who? <laughs> are you alive? Where you will know that right now is not as right now as right now feels like. Did you understand what I just said? Where you will know that right now is not as right now as right now feels like is if in the midst of right now, as you're about to cut a shirt and tear it, she suddenly tells you, Wait, I feel that there's a secret issue. No, I don't want to hurt you. I have HIV. Right now will change his mind. You ask right now, tomorrow you say no. Next week, no. Next month, God, no. They say, halfway, I Say another one, not this one. Come on, am I talking to you? So you realize that there are certain things that try to tell you now and they are not as urgent as they actually try to tell you. They are, they are not. You know, some of the times in the heat of it, you just feel if this thing is not done now, I will just die. Do you understand me? But the beauty is that God created it so. Somebody ever asked me a question. He said, Hear this. Have you ever asked yourself if God knew that the tree was going to make man sin? Why did he put the tree in the garden? Come on, have you ever asked yourself the question? I you just self? God must be a joker, man. You know, how can you carry what you know will make somebody fall? And then you put it, and then you say you should not fall. No, sometimes you think that he didn't think properly. No. Listen, there is about, there's, there's the beauty of waiting for time for everything. Listen, let me tell you the truth everything about your life you had to wait for the right time for it go try it eat ripe mango if you grew up in barracks like me you would enjoy it for a while have you ever eaten ripe mango man back then we sat down on mango tree for hours just plugging the green one you know mango is supposed to be succulent that one when you're it goes You will eat the first one. And especially, you know, you are, you are eating something acidic in it. It sets your teeth at edge. But, you know, somehow it's, with the bitterness, it's still tasting sweet. It, it tastes sweet in your mouth somehow. Have you ever been there? But then, by the time you have eaten like three, four, and then it you holds your intestine and says, Come on, have you ever, have you, am I talking to somebody? And then just says, you know, suddenly you just start dancing. Come down. You're walking. You just say, and you do it in slow motion, like in Indian film. When that thing starts, nothing answers to it. Yeah. Hey, has your stomach ever run? The first evidence is that you start breaking sweat. Everybody will be feeling cold. You'll be sweating. Then how you walk will change. You know, normally you just walk like this. That time you walk like this. <laughs> if somebody shouts on them and say, mm because you respond quickly, anything happen. Am I talking to you? Alright? You eat it. For everything you had to wait for time. You could have eaten the mango on ripe. But naturally, law demands that you wait for it to fruit. Let it get into its full state. Once it gets into its full state, you can take it even in its full state. You you still will have to be careful how much you eat. Because amazingly, even some people who are married are addicted to sex. And because they have become sex addicts and their wives or their husbands cannot meet up to their sexual demands, what happens is that they start to look forward to fee- to feel it beyond that. And the same effect the alright mango has, excess mango has, same effect. Now, so for everything, listen, for everything you had to wait for time. For every single thing you have to wait for time. When you were born, you didn't just you know that's 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 my darling Manuela. You can hear how she's talking now. So imagine if I start talking like her. You know, we are all excited that she's talking at least. We now know that she's not dumb. Come on, talk to me. At least at this age now, of the time that Manuela is not dumb. How do we I mean (laughs) that's all she says? (laughs) Okay. So imagine that I'm talking to your neighbor. <laughs> Just stand what you're excited about in Emanuela, you're not excited about it in me. The reason is because by reason of the time that has worked on me, I'm expected to do and know better than she. So it will be a problem if imanuela's mother wakes up and then she discovers imanuela is crying and imanuela is crying and you're wondering why is she crying and then she suddenly writes on the paper i can't talk like (laughs) pastor come on talk to me is there an innate ability in her to talk some was this you know no there is an innate ability in her to talk it just has not matured yet to the place where it should find expression Some of us felt our first sexual urge when we were 10. Am I talking to you? Some of us felt it when we were like 13, 14, 15. That's very late, man. Like I was very embarrassed the day the guy first told me, he said, you are getting ready. He didn't reach right now that time. You know right now, from tomorrow you see that's your gift for coming for this conference when you go outside you can just tell somebody you are suffering from right now (laughs) by the time i'm done tonight you know that right now is a disease it's not something to proudly have am i talking to you it's something that is beautiful in its time it's sweet in his time and then he just talks you a little or you sleep and then you dream that you saw a fine girl. Have you ever and you were very young. You were still very ruddy. You know, when it first happened to me, I was an FCSS school in secondary school. And I dreamt. And I saw a fine girl. And then I was standing in my dream. I didn't even know what used to happen between people when they closed doors. Because my father and my mother, they were wise. Some of you had parents that were crazy. Let's not talk about them. Let's talk about you. Because you have turned crazy too. All right. And so I stood and I was looking at the girl. Then I felt my trouser becoming wet in the dream. Because something was moving like this inside it. And then I woke up from my sleep and realized that the same thing that was moving like this inside the trouser in the dream was moving like this inside the trouser in the natural. What kind of evil spirit is that? It followed me from the spiritual realm to the physical realm. You are laughing at me. I know your own was (laughs) worse. But nobody ever took the time to tell you, Hey, you're growing up. You should expect to start feeling like this. And when you felt like that, you just felt it was something that needed expression. And so you didn't respect the law of time. And that's how you got yourself hurt. Because time is the law. It works on everything. So God made the garden. He made the tree in the midst of the garden. But he made it for Adam to respect the law of time. There was a time that was coming that Adam was going to need to use that food. Now you guys need to understand that Paul said much later. He said, how can two of you have a problem and then you are a Christian and the other person is a Christian. I mean born again Christian. Because you know, not every teen is a Christian now. Not every David is a Christian. Not every John is a Christian. Not every Peter is a Christian. You need to know that. Because what makes you a Christian is that you revert God in your heart. You know, you heard Hassan say, Love is your light when everything is dark. Including dark room. You You know, the windows are closed. The door is shut. It's only two of us and we're head over heels for each other. Maybe while you are locking the door, the girl is dragging your belt. Leave it. Standing there, love is the third person in the room. You know, I'm married. When I have sex with my wife, one of the things I do in my heart is that I acknowledge the fact that there's somebody there watching. And I know how beautiful it looks to him. Then imagine how beautiful it looks to him before we married. Love is the light that shines upon you even when the door is closed. A reverence for God is not seen when you are standing with me. A reverence for God is seen when you are standing alone. So I said not every David is a Christian. That's where it's coming from, right? Not every John is a Christian. So when people say there are 2 billion Christians upon the face of the earth, I say divide that by 20. don't make us feel like we are plenty we are not so that we know that our work is plenty and i want to tell you something about god tonight you must know it that there is nothing god puts around you for his good everything he puts around you is for your good have you ever thought of what business is do you know that the natural things are supposed to speak to us much more about the spiritual have you ever gone into business have you ever traded with somebody let me give you an example you are a student you have a 20,000 you are not using somebody else is into business like maybe selling spare parts and then he's in need of capital and then he tells you bring your 20,000 i'll invest it after the month i'll give you 5,000 have you ever seen something like that come on have you ever seen something like that i'm not talking about the invisible market i'm talking about the visible one somebody who is trading in something The person takes the money from you. He goes to trade. At the end of the day, who loses? Talk to me. Who loses? Talk to me. Who loses? He gains. Because he didn't only go to work slaving. He went to work. By reason of the capital you gave him, he has improved. Because he has more to deal with. And so he has made more profit. The 5,000 he is giving you is not all the profit he has made. But you have also made profit. It won't gain you, it, it, it would not benefit you anything to have kept the twenty thousand hours somewhere and then after the month you still have a twenty thousand. Come on, so who lost? Now that's the same way it is when you enter into a relationship with God. the problem many of us have when it comes to relating with god or relating with the supernatural or relating with the holy ghost is that many times we think that we are slaving for him god forbid i never think like that and so you feel that he is happy because you are not doing sex you know so when he says don't fornicate you know like he's the one who is happy yeah you're good you're not doing it then you are suffering ah i wish i can fornicate have you ever been there? Like, if I was not a Christian. I'm not talking to you guys now. You know, but have you ever been there? Like, hey, see this girl. If I was not a Christian, you can as well follow her. Because truth is until you understand that you gain much more. There's nothing he asks you to do that is supposed to constrain you. Everything he has asked you to do is for your good. I was telling about the the tree in the midst of the garden. That's not good. And Paul came up much later and he said, how come two of you have a problem? And instead of you solving your issues between yourselves as Christians, you now carry your brother and take him to a law court. What was before an unbeliever? And then you ask the unbeliever, judge between us. Paul said, what's wrong with you guys? You should have a greater sense of judgment than that. Don't you know that you will judge the angels? Now, the strength upon which judgment is done is called the knowledge of good and evil. Because I need to know what is right and what is wrong to be able to say, hey, you were right. You were wrong. Have you ever had to judge between two people? Come on, have you ever in your life had to judge between two people? Even if they didn't come to stand in front of you, concerning every situation you had a judgment. A pastor and a girl. The girl comes out and she says, I am pregnant for the pastor. You don't need to hear it. The pastor doesn't even need to come and report himself to you. You'll have raised your judgment. Is that correct? Talk to me. Is that correct? Yeah. So you see that in your heart. You say, And he calls himself a man of God. Automatically you have judged that guy as a pastor. He's wrong. Even if the girl pressed herself on top of him. Like Potiphar's wife. Even if she held him and said today. It must happen. He said ah, you know I'm a servant of God. He said, you will serve me
1: first.
0: <laughs> say, but I can't serve God and serve you. Say, no, today you learn to serve two of us. <laughs> and then the man of God turns and says, God, it actually is his fault. You know why? But he slaps as he's trying to recover, I say, Hey, sorry. The Bible says you turn the other side. <laughs> but that she's opening her eyes, you take off then she said ah the pastor slapped me he said what did you do <laughs> but you realize that you have an opinion concerning everything amazingly even when you walked into this place you created an opinion concerning me that's true if you are seeing me for the first time it's very possible you think why is this pastor this wrong why is this pastor like this I don't like this church everything is too green and that's all your judgment is already Formed, and you know, you just walk out of here today saying that green church. I know they go. <laughs> why are you guys laughing? I see, I'm the one taking over from some local. <laughs> All right, am I talking to you? Amazingly, you had strength enough to judge. Adam and Eve didn't live like that, that was why they didn't even wear clothes because they didn't have a judgment concerning issues. And the the sweetest and the most beautiful form of sex was actually practiced then, outside the knowledge of good and evil. But what was their regulation? What was God thinking? He knew they were going to have children because he said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Is that correct? Come on, is that correct? So he knew somewhere that they were going to have children. Amen. He knew they were going to have children. How did he expect them to live? So did he just expect that since everybody was naked, so adam will finish sleeping with Eve. she will give birth to his daughter then he will see the daughter naked then he will sleep with her god had more sense than that don't you think so that means there was something that was supposed to regulate them which was beyond yes and no and many of the times the problem many people have with sex is because we have heard don't do it too many times know the natural thing with the natural man is when you say don't do it he starts to wonder why did you say don't do it say ah say if you see wire electric wire that comes out like this say don't touch it oh you say okay as soon as you walk out he sees he said, look at that wire and especially if he's Nigerian never has taken light he will touch it one day nothing will happen I say ah get out they just don't want somebody to enjoy touching. What is he need? <laughs> do you understand? Do you understand that there's some strange satisfaction you get when you do what they say you should not do? Even if the thing is not, even if there's nothing about it. My younger brother at a point started to steal my father's money to go and give his friends. No, do you understand? The theft was no longer because he had a need. The test was now because somebody said, Don't steal what is in it. It's not just to carry something. <laughs> he there's nothing for him to do. And he was a moose tamala. They now come and say, I'll bring the money. Say, and Take it. See if he's giving anointing. The day my father caught him, he changed his mind from that day to today my father locked him in the room drove all of us out he locked him in the house he said you are who he said me are nobody after 10 minutes you are who he started calling all their names because <laughs> the kind of things that happened to him in 10 minutes <laughs> do you understand and so you touch the wire nothing happens and then you, ah, what's it then you touch it again then god bless you the day never brings light you touch it you dance Released that, ah, this has the ability to make me dance. You thought, <laughs> come on, are we on the same page? So, you realize that there's a strange satisfaction you get when you do things that they say you shouldn't do. So, Paul said to them, Don't you know that you will judge the angels? now for them to judge the angels they needed what was called the knowledge of what so god was going to wait for adam to lead the full span of his time upon the earth and he would need to afterwards judge satan and his cohorts who had already rebelled against god as at that time and so as at that moment adam would have needed the knowledge of good and evil to separate from what satan had done right and what he had done wrong do you understand that so a day was actually coming now why was the tree in the center of the garden God was saying to Adam this tree is the reason why I made every other thing. I am waiting for the day I will deliver the whole earth to you after I have judged Satan on that day you will need to walk to the center of this garden pluck of this tree so you notice that that tree was the only tree that was expected not to multiply Ah, come on you never thought of it? Every other thing was supposed to multiply. But that one was placed in the center of the garden. And it was supposed to stand there alone. God said do not as much as what? Touch. So if nobody touched it, how was it going to multiply? So it was supposed to bear its fruit and hold itself until the day That God will now finally say, Hey guy, you need to judge the angels. Walk up to that tree. Plug its fruit. And then you plug it. And then you eat it. And then suddenly you see the events. And say, Satan, bad boy, come here. So come here, enter that fire. enter it as I'm looking at you. Enter. Do you understand me? And I'm glad that it is still reserved for some people upon the earth to do it because we are the ones who are going to bring the judgment of satan why you've read it in your bible but you think it's because god wants you to come on sunday morning and give testimonies bigger than that they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by what the words of their testimony So the consistency of the testimony of their lives and the finished work of Christ is the reason why a generation will rise and tell Satan, Satan, no more. Go lock yourself up in that dungeon. Go, as I'm looking at you. Go! That's why some of us, while we are still here, when we show up, Satan knows he's in trouble. He looks at me and says, Chintok, have you brought my judgment before time? So when I look at somebody and he has a demon sitting inside of him, I tell him, get out! And he has to go. Cause there's a consistency of life by which I live, that's the word of my testimony. So one day, guys who didn't have testimony he stood in front of a demon and they say, In the name of Jesus, that Paul preaches, come out. Then, guys said, You, what is your testimony? We know the testimony of Paul, we suffered in the days of Jesus. You, who, what do you say that your name is? Before the guy could think of his surname to conjure with his name. They get back. Bible says they ran out of the room naked. I like those kind of demons. I can show what is inside you. That's the confidence with which some of us live. I cast out demons every day. I mean it. I don't see a devil at work and leave him alone. Because I know that the reason why God made Adam in the beginning was so that he could one day eat of the tree in the center of the garden. And God blessed Satan. Adam ate it before time. So now I know what is right and what is wrong. Do you understand so i can flog satan before it's time i flog him and i flog him every day go and tell him if you call my name near satan he'll tell you please don't call it again i mean it so you understand that god didn't say to adam don't eat because god was going to deny adam god said to adam don't eat because if adam had eaten that before its time the earth was not yet in adam's possession because he was still yet to plant his trees and make it grow. Does it make sense to you? Let me give you the picture so that you understand it. God planted a garden in the whole of the earth and then he said, replenish this garden. Is that correct? Yeah. Fill the earth with it. Give birth to children too and fill the earth. That means it wasn't the whole earth that was the garden of Eden. But God expected Adam to keep working and give him birth to children who will help him work until all of them have multiplied the fruits of the tree and then that had covered the whole earth what they didn't know was that God was saying wait when you possess the earth you are ready to judge Satan am I talking to you once your possession is complete then you are ready to judge him then if couldn't wait the serpent came And she thought oh no the bible says that she saw that the tree was good for food and was pleasant to the eyes you will notice that before anything you anything you want to eat before you eat it satan will first tell you that it is good that's how sex begins why do they call it unwanted pregnancy it's supposed to be a natural fruit when sex comes the greatest joy in the eye of a young father and a young mother is when their young child just comes i've been there i know exactly how it feels so imagine that what is supposed to be the greatest joy that communicates between your eye and perfects a soul of the bond between you and the guy now becomes the greatest pain you carry know girls that every time they see the children they gave birth to by force because some of them tried to abort the children three times they refused to go that seed of destiny you can't try it yes, I told my mother my mother said they wanted a girl when they gave birth to me and I was a boy I said I couldn't have been a girl <laughs> she said what am I talking like that I said it's because I couldn't have been a girl I was born to be a boy even if you are going to go and change whatever you want to change, bring me out, I am going to be a... There are some us that are too stubborn to die. And I pray for those of you who after this kind of seminar will go and have sex. Have those kind of children. Receive them. You didn't know you locked yourself up in trouble. This room is, is charged, is electrified. What I say comes to pass. It, just forget about it. You set yourself up tonight. You can't live out of this place and live the way you came. It's not possible. And I'm not using spiritual gimmicks to tie you down. I'm trying to tell you that the best of you is what God says about you. I mean the day my wife gave birth to her, her daughter. She came out and you needed to see the girl. It was like I spat her who too. Johnson, We were walking out of the hostel and we we're carrying our daughter. Then one of the securities at the door stopped and said, Ah, madam, congrats. You know, you know me, I like to look last. I think that there was wearing one brown that dad, blue stripes, short sleeve. I was looking very so I didn't look like the father of the child. Sometimes they used to think that am my wife's orderly, you know. Some people see us walking together and they can't even come and say, ah madame, well done. done. Get <laughs> out. You understand that kind of feeling? That's how you feel. They didn't say they get out, Or oh. oh, some people just see, ah, yeah, yeah. Then they see, her, good evening, ma. <laughs> and it's your wife. Oh, the persecution side so you know. And the person just looked at the baby and didn't think ah, it must be the father who is helping the woman. They asked. Then the other person standing there say, ah, that who is the father now? i looked up to him i said father forgive her for she knows not what she has done but the lady who had seen the child said if you see this child's face you wouldn't need to ask me the father that's exactly how she came up it was the joy that that perfected our bond why do you think that people will will marry and three months later they have not started spitting? and it's a prayer point? they send us every kind of prayer request i have out if the lord can bless me with the fruit of the womb i will do anything for him why do you think so they just feel that the perfection of the bond between two of them is not done until they have a seed and that's what you call unwanted why because you ate so grape and you were expecting that your teeth will not be set at edge sex is beautiful let me tell you the truth sex is the highest high a human being can get the most exotic feel you can get in your lifetime is sex there's nothing as satisfying as coming out from a sexual session but for a guy better pray that they don't ask you to go back again and then go back a third time by the third time you video i'm please now let's sleep <laughs> am i talking to you there's no out oh, and out oh my god i wish we had the time there's nothing as sweet as sex in the whole of this world no cigar can give you what sex will give you <laughs> am i talking to you There's nothing. But you realize that the problem is once you eat that saw grape before it's time, there are effects it leaves on you that are bitter and it lasts the rest of your lifetime. Come on guys, are we still together? I don't want to keep you too long tonight. I really don't want to. So let me see if I can catch the edges of this and wrap it up. I know some of you will not come back tomorrow, so let me do my best. Some of you just think, eh. So, ah, that's what they were planning to do to us. You were thinking I was going to bring you here and teach you which style you are going to do. <laughs> you forgot your brain under your shoe, I'm telling you. I'm telling you the truth. Me. For what? I'm bigger than that. Am I talking to you? But you must awake first and rest in your heart that every time God said to you, don't, he wasn't watching out for his good. You know, there's that whole feeling of he's constraining me and he's enjoying it. Have you ever felt like that? Come on, tell, tell me the truth. Have you ever felt like that? Like he's constraining me and he's enjoying it. Why shouldn't I just see something fine and follow it? especially in these days where the something fine is liking you too you know before now we used to know that guys used to pursue babes and now we pursue ourselves very soon they will pursue us I mean don't let me go there because the very soon I mean like the very soon I mean it's not like two years to come I mean like two years ago Am I I talking to you? And I wish that ladies knew the beauty of their womanhood. Sweet. You, your body should tell you. Your breast, your figure should tell you that there is something about you that is not in a man. Do you know how a girl feels when she knows she's fine? She feels fly. That's why the ones that think that they are not fine make up. You, you people don't want me to say the truth. You say again yes, she stand in front of mirror. She put brown foundation. Brown foundation. She look, look. She check the cloth. It doesn't fit. Then she'll clean it. Then she rub green. Then she'll mix it with small. Yeah, it rhymes. Then you say, eh, hey, which, which, what do you call that? Mascara, You know, then you carry the color. You know, you take it. This, I don't have a problem with you making up, but I hate the word makeup man because you only make up for what you are deficient in. I've never written a makeup test. I've ever seen somebody He's going to write the test or the first I say I'm going to make up. Make up for what? Or if you fail the test very badly then you hear the letter and say I'm going to give you guys a makeup test. Because you're deficient. Hey, hey, ladies, ladies let me tell you one secret you must leave here tonight with. Because some of you this might be the only encounter me and you will have in your lifetime. But my words will follow you. They will enter your sleep you'll be 32 and have three children it will still remind you david said something david said i am wonderfully and fearfully made he didn't stop there he added and that my soul knows very well many of you are not ugly your problem is that you don't know it not let me don't think you don't know what i'm suffering from these pimples do you understand you know there are some girls that just feel look if you can take this pimple away i will serve you for the rest of my days can i have a real lady i mean come on can i have a real lady talk to me god if you can just touch the shape of my nose just cut this side small can I have a real lady talk to me? Yes. It's real talk, man. So let's talk. Hey, Lord, if you could only just this my eye everywhere I go today, call me Kwaruru You know Kwaruru? You know that big locust bees that they peel inside or something. Say everywhere I go to, they'll say everything about me is perfect, but this my eye. Then one day you go to make up, you, you just close your hand and try to push it. And amazingly, even the ladies you call beautiful feel like something about them should be adjusted. Do you know why? Because their soul has not yet come to know very well. That's a problem. If God said to Israel, non shall lack mate, it means mercy. The guy who didn't see how fine you are just missed it. Yes, sir. Because when your mate comes, no, she's not as tall. You see, the problem with the things that you have watched is that they try to define for you the standard of what beautiful is. That's the problem with the things you've watched. They just tell you you need to be this tall, this fair, your knee, your your nose needs to travel this long. Your mouth needs to be one, you know, the sides should just come. So if I a lady walking like this she started to cough the mouth the reason is because her information is wrong somebody told her her mouth needed to look like a bunny she had the name Adbani
1: I'm
0: Adbani imagine your name is like destiny or happiness or peace am I talking to you or Caroline Name is Agbani She should be ashamed of introducing herself. Say, What's your name? <laughs> what's your name? You know, the guy asked it. Oh, I'm coming. <laughs> Am I talking to you? Somebody raised for you a standard that is a lie. When the one who is your mate comes, when he sees you, oh, oh, she cannot explain it. You are not as tall, you are not as fair as he thought the girl would be. I told you there's something about sex. It starts from attraction. Something about him calls to you. And he cannot rest. And I wish my ladies knew that. I really wish my ladies knew that. Then you know how priceless you are before God. Then you suddenly know how much God cherishes you. Peter was writing one day and he said, he said, let your beauty not come from the outer adorning. What he's saying is, the guy who needs to identify you, let him not identify you by sight. Let him identify you by the inside. So there are certain ladies that, you just know they don't pass by any standard. Too short, their nose is too flat. There are some ladies that you need to look down to. And they look up to you. I didn't say anything. If I hear somebody say anybody's name, I'll beat you. Am I talking to you? And you just feel, and you know, somehow it has a way of making you feel disadvantaged. Have you noticed that short people are generally insecure? defending everything they fight about anything you come on top of their head and do like this and they feel you are telling them they are too low you are actually trying to catch a mosquito now somebody is black once you say black is beautiful in it he's hearing an insult In secondary school we had one of our classmates the guy was black let me not call his name maybe it's your uncle the guy was black then his eyes were white then that thing in the center was black then his teeth was polished white You are from Adamawa state so you know what i'm talking about sorry sorry and I have smart people say an amen. amen. If we are still in business, say an amen. Come on now. Come on now. And I'm, I'm glad that his soul knows very well. So it's not hiding his face. And his name was as chronic as his blackness. Forgive me. Let me just call it Pwadinguli. <laughs> then one of my wicked classmates decided to kill the name. So he started calling him Pwadinguli Kulebteb. <laughs> he just formed the team. Another person added for him. Pwadinguli Kulebteb. Uterimba so every time we saw him from afar we just started I mean the guy was we frustrated the guy in our lifetime until one day when all of his friends were gathered in the room there was no light their room was close to my store then the guy came back in the night he walked straight to his bunk you know secondary school double bunk then he held the bunk and he was tall you know Adman people have this strange height so he held his bunk so his head was above the (laughs) iron the guy who was lying down on his bed said who is that (laughs) instead of him to answer Then he smiled (laughs) The friend said Hey who is that (laughs) Am I talking to you The next thing we knew uh, All of them took off They took off from the room then he sat down on the ground and he has one kind of buzzy laughter. So he sat down on the ground and said "I love you. Ah. <laughs> Some of those guys thought they would never come back to that room. Until they brought light and discovered it was their friend. Am I talking to you? Say big boy now, he's an officer. So if you go and say somewhere and catch her, it's your business. Am I talking to you? That day they knew that they shouldn't play with his blackness. They said day they will need it. Maybe to scare somebody out of the room. You understand? But one of the things that you must know, especially my ladies, is that you should know, let your soul know it very well. I was built for someone. If you feel that you're not busty enough, it's because that's what he is satisfied with. Some of us like them horrible. Some others like them petite. We just want to be able to carry them. There are some of you that your wedding day your husband can't carry you. you carry, you'll be snapping you... like <laughs> <laughs> Are you with me? And people are going to do bustiness exercise. I'm not saying if you're busty, go and cut it. No. But I'm saying your soul must know very well. Know it uphold it in your heart know it every day even if you live the whole of your lifetime having people insult you and don't think it happened to you only I suffered it all my early life everybody was calling me a head boy (laughs) went through primary school they look at my head find me like this I know I'm fine, forget about it I know it I snapped a picture the first day I looked at it I said yeah Ah, this guy, am I talking to you? Why, all my primary school years, head boy, I entire here head boy, head boy. I came to secondary school and I thought my perils were over. Three boys from my primary school and my secondary school, so they transferred the name. Then the whole of my set started head boy, head boy. I suffered that throughout my just one in just two, my persecution this because somebody came whose head was bigger than mine. It's just that they didn't change the name from head boy, they kept me head boy and then they made him headmaster. No it, A- am I talking to you? And so, somewhere, somehow, you know, and in secondary school, as an FCSS school for most of my secondary school years. And I always had a sense of seriousness for the things that pertain to God. So I used to walk like this. So one day somebody did, you know this kind of school cartoon? You didn't go to a school where they made cartoon. Somebody made a school cartoon. Then he elongated my neck and dropped my head behind. Then he explained that I walk like that because of the weight of the head. you understand me having suffered that much i still could get up to a place in my life that right now the people who did the cartoon have great respect for me. they do they hear about the things i'm doing they hear about the consistency in my life they hear about the fruits that god is bearing by me and they all respect i stand with my classmates and only a few of them can talk with me and not put up. if that's what head boy will create, I think I like it. Don't you think so? That my soul knows very well. So you hear a guy say, I want to test how much you love me. And the only way he can test it is by entering under your skirt. No, no, no. No, no. If you love me enough, let the beauty of me suffice you. Let it be enough the joy of a wedding night is the anticipation of the final consummation do you understand and God designed it like that because that's the beauty have you ever longed for something and as much as you were longing for it the joy was that you still had your longing you do understand the beauty in it And so you realize that you are left with a lot of scars because you felt that god was trying to cheat you out of something by keeping you away from sex but no he was trying to show you the beauty of faithfulness because there's nobody who loves it when they are unfaithful that's why a guy can carry about three ladies but the lady One of the three cannot have another guy. Why? Because there's something about us that is wired to be like God. We love it when we know that someone is faithful to us. The problem with him sleeping with you before he marries you is that when he tells you, I am going to see Angelina, you will think he's going to do what he used to do with you. So you can't find trust. Pastor Bimbo Odukoya said, You don't have the right to require trust from a man that cannot trust you. Because when he came and he said, open, you open. He said, close, you close. Open, you open. He had not paid. Listen, some of us don't understand that. Do you know that transaction is a law? Do you know transaction is a law? It's a law. It's not just a physical law. It's a spiritual law. That's why I don't believe when people say you go and you buy the things that are made inside water and you wear it and you are possessed. No. Redemption is a law. Do you know that when the Bible says that Jesus redeemed you, what it meant, that is a market word. Redemption is a market word. It's because you come to church and then you feel it's spiritual and it's hype. It's not to redeem. Have you never seen a promo? They say scratch under the crown. What you see is what you win. Go to any redemption is a market word. What it means to redeem is this one, this one, this particular one has been paid for, for me. Or I have paid for it. So right now it is not rightfully the, pro- the property of Coca-Cola. It is rightfully my property. Because they set in their advert, by law, that if I find this, then this belongs to me. So redemption is a law. So when I go to the market, if they like, let it not be Satan that made it. Let it be that he cooked three demons to make it. If I remove my money, that's why some of you get into trouble. It's because of wolf. Once I remove my money and I pay for it, that transaction is legal from every standpoint, spiritual, physical. That's why when they have to in- initiate a children, they give them free bonds in the morning. Yeah. Then they come in the night and they say bonds. Then the boys stand up. Oh. What's that Nigerian film? Oh. <laughs> Don't stand me. The reason is because you didn't pay for it. That also means that the one who paid for it has right over you. You don't understand. Some of you think you have received gifts. No. That's why the Bible says the gift of a man makes room for him. Can I talk to my ladies tonight? Tomorrow I'll deal with the guys. Do you understand me? The one, listen, if I package a gift today and I send it to you and I say, "Eh, it's just a friendly gift. What I'm doing legally is that I am putting my lordship over you. Because there's something with you that belongs to me. You didn't pay the price. So when Jesus died for you. And you received that gift for free. There was something he was looking for. He wanted to be Lord over your life. so the evidence that you have given your life to christ is not that you confessed in a service the evidence that you give your life to christ is that the lordship of jesus sits over you because the life you now have was a gift from him so nobody can say i've received the gift of life from god and live without god you only spoke god with your mouth your heart is not with him if you know that you know that you didn't receive your life by yourself that god gave you even if you you have not given your life to christ that you are alive and you can say hey there are three of my classmates who we did secondary school together with they are now dead six of them have died hey we woke up today in our room and we two of my roommates went out they entered a bus they didn't come back am i better than them i'm not hey God, thank you. You know, some of us, our thank you finish there. In fact, the way we show the thank you is that we go out to drink booze. What a good way to thank him. No, come on now. And the guy is wasting the life that God fought so preciously to preserve. You were about to enter a car in a park. Then something just happened. Somebody took your space. You are a hard guy. You would have fought but that day one cool breeze just blew you just saw the guy go then you traveled you saw the bus it had an accident it died people died the guy who sat on your seat died and you got up from there and continued living the way it's because you have not realized that somebody paid the price for your life to be a gift once you realize it what happens is that you are captured and you feel that you owe him your life so you allow him live in your life so nobody is thankful to god until god reflects in your life so every time a man gives you a gift what he's doing is he's looking for space before you know it the guy used to look like zombie before the next thing is you are carrying his picture on your wallet Because somewhere he has found space. His gift has opened you up. And you didn't pay back for it. Because redemption is a law. And the average guy thinks, I slept with the lady. I took advantage of her. And you didn't pay back. It's a law. Let me tell you one of the things about God. When we stand finally, the scales will be balanced. At the end, that's why God will judge all men. Because the scales must be balanced. There's nothing you receive that you didn't pay for that you will not ultimately pay for. You will. So when Jesus said, I paid the price for you, what he's saying is, I don't want you to pay for what you have done, so I paid it. So when Satan comes up and say, "See, fornicated, he committed this," Jesus can rise up on your behalf and say, "But I died." Then Satan will say, "Why did you die?" Then he will look at you, look at Satan, and say, "What did I do before you killed me? What was my offense?" And Satan says, "Nothing." He say, "Yeah, since you killed me for nothing, the price that I paid for nothing pays for her something." It's a law. That's why he's the only one that qualifies to redeem you. Because he died when you were supposed to die. So, you don't think that you enter into a sex session and you are done and you go, "Eh, eh." tomorrow I'm going to show you the implication. When you, when you join yourself, when you join yourself, that contact, that penis entering inside vagina and closing in and the release of fluids So that everything I am Internally Enters into you And everything you are Internally enters into me Do you understand that So in one instance You can carry the cost Of a family that you never belong to So the guy is in a family That is suffering from a cost. That's why satan is making sex Free and cheap the next thing he wants to do is he wants to turn us into beasts by homosexuality because he wants to institute an order that is anti-god i'll talk to you about that tomorrow let me tell you something in case you have never noticed it that's why all of the speakers who came before said to you that the first person to ever have intercourse with is the holy spirit they are not saying he removes his trouser that's what they are saying What they are saying is that what you have as sex in the natural is only a reflection of a spiritual reality. So every time you come to God and you say, Lord, I love you. Lord, I live my life for you. He looks at you. The strength inside of him enters into you because he is perfect. Do you understand? He is perfect. You are imperfect. So what flows from you to him is your weakness. What flows from him to you is his strength. So nobody will love God and come out and then realize that he has a a problem with fortification. Or has a problem with addiction. No. So you hear the writer of the book of Hebrews say, Come boldly unto the throne of grace that you might obtain mercy. Not just will God have mercy on you, but he will give you what? grace to help you when so what made you fall the last time will not make you fall again some of us have a problem with following God because we think that God will make us do stuff, no, it is him who is at work in you both to will and to do the reason why that addiction has not left you is because you are still trying to leave it when you come to him and say Lord I can't help myself I give it to you in that moment, what happens between you and him is likened to an intercourse. So he sends in his strength and pulls out your weakness. Do you know that actually when intercourse happens between a guy and a lady, between a man and a woman, between a married man and somebody else's wife, what happens is, watch this, the woman had already been joined to her husband. So she has carried everything about her husband and God is expecting that she will complement those things she has carried so by worrying by what has flowed into her she learns to support him so sometimes a woman can tell you my husband is coming he's not here yet i didn't even talk to him on phone but he's coming there's a part of him in me then she carries her husband and goes to another man what happens is that she flows out the character of her husband mixed with her character and then takes in the character of that man and then brings it to give her husband. So when God looks down, he expects that two will become one, then he will see uh, this one is three. It's a strange mix. That's what Satan is trying to achieve. So that when God looks at you, he cannot recognize you. There's only one person who can draw that thing out from you with a neat syringe he's called the holy spirit and he only does it when you come down and you say i'm sorry i can't help myself so some of you when god looks down he sees 16 people you understand? you are carrying that's why your life is too complex because they are carrying the realities of 16 different people do you know what gives you the beautiful picture if you want to know that what i'm saying is true and is beyond fallacy that's why i told you everything i'm going to say today will be beyond the spiritual hype i can prove it to you by every means possible go have sex as a man with a man you will realize that the man begins to turn into a woman that's why homosexual homosexuals have one who is excessively strong and one who becomes weak it's because in the exchange of intercourse, there's a design that makes that one receive strength and gives weakness. So when a man meets a man, and one man stays over the other, he begins to pull out strength from the one whom he has dominated. And then everything that is weak about him, he transfers it into this man. So he begins to become a giant. And let me warn you, that was the reason why God eliminated the first earth. Go and check it. That's how I know that the end is near. That's how I know. Because the Bible says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the s- Son man. What was in the days of Noah? The Bible said that the children of men had become giants. Why? They had started being involved with strange mixes. These things are beyond hype. Don't think we're crazy. We're intellectually sound. When you look at me, you know I'm not a fool. You don't think I got up and I believe something that came from the blues. We've proven these things. We've proven them. And when we say to you, Hey! It's time to stop. It's because we love you. Because Noah was talking like me. He was building an ark. And in the days of Noah, nobody had ever seen rain. Go and read your Bible. Rain had never fallen upon the earth. It was water. If you read Genesis 2, you'll find out that the Bible says mist came out from the ground. And watered the face of the earth. So nobody, water had never dropped. One drop of water had never come down. Then imagine that Noah came. And was saying, he didn't say it was going to rain. He said there was going to be a flood. No, think about it. It's like I stand today. Maybe you have seen a volcanic eruption. So it might even be easier for you to believe. But I stand today and I tell you. Hey, God has spoken to me. And he said he is pouring out fire. Fire will come from under the ground and eat everybody. Now he says the only way you escape is let's make a metal ship and air condition it on the inside everybody is going to think I'm crazy don't you think so so everybody thought that Noah was crazy but as at that time Noah was the only person in his right mind he kept hitting the sheep and they kept mocking him the day the sheep was complete God told him enter into the sheep what I'm doing tonight is I'm saying to you "Hey, leave that addiction come and enter into this sheep let me tell the truth. One of the reasons why I know that people can keep themselves and I still have ladies in this church that are virgins. Caught, you caught me anywhere. I know them. And I respect it. That's not to say if you have lost your virginity then you are wasted. That's why we said to you when you break down before him he can restore what you have lost. He can restore. He can. In my so when he said, If man be in Christ, he is a new creature. It means he never existed before. So everything you have done is erased. And then he unmixes you and he makes you whole again. So don't think we are mad. We are just saying what Noah said when they were laughing. We sat down and calculated it. It looked like it was coming. Noah kept saying it is coming. He said, guys, come and enter this ship. And everyone just thinks he's mad. When it was done. Do you know the amazing thing? When Noah entered into the ship, God told him, don't lock it. I will lock it myself. He told Noah, don't touch that door. I will lock it way we, who will be tied god decides to lock a door before you you can't open it you can't dare it nothing about your life can pay for it it was opened by grace and it's the hand of grace that shuts it and none of us knows how long it's going to take before that hand of grace shows we're still talking tomorrow and i'm sure that your eyes will be open to some more truth because tomorrow I'm going to go into the details of the, the act of sex. And then I'll show you the beauty that God wants to build in it. Because that is a reflection of Christ and the church. It's a reflection. That's tell you how much joy Jesus wants to find when he returns. When we come tomorrow, your eyes are going to open to those things. But like I started by saying tonight, sex is beautiful. But there's the time for it. There's a time. Once you respect it, you respect that principle, you come out unfeigned, you come out untouched, you come out undefiled, then God will say, come out from among them, come. You can reveal me. Listen guys, tonight, I want to say to you, that sex is beautiful, sex is sweet. I told you, Nothing gives you the the erotic feeling that sex gives you. Nothing gives you the satisfaction. There is nobody who hits orgasm in sex and doesn't go, oh, my God, no feeling like it. But every time you ate it before it's time, you ate a poison. And because you woke up and your stomach was not turning, you just ate one mango. Keep eating. When the time shows up you will realize that there is so much pain and bitterness you are swallowed inside. Then you come to raise a family. Then you realize that the pains and the bitterness that are coming from there are following you. You start to see curses at work in your life that you don't know where they are coming from. And a generation comes that must pay for what you have done. So hey let your children rise and bless you wake up guys sex is not just another act I told the guys in church I said if you feel the bible gives an an opening for if you feel I can't hold it anymore I know you can't explain it to your father I will go as your pastor I will go and tell him daddy your son can't hold it he loves the lord too much but he can't hold it he needs to marry Him and the girl, he's in 200 level, she's in 100 level. And they need it quickly. So permit us, they will grow together. We just want to join them quickly. Then when we join you quickly and you see the responsibilities inside, you will quickly want to come out. Am I talking to you? Tomorrow I will show you the beauty of the chase. The book of Songs of Solomon is littered with the beauty of the chase. Ladies, some of you don't have guys who respect you because they have never seen the beauty of the chase. A guy is a conqueror in his mindset. Once he has subdued you, he feels that he has conquered a territory. At that point, that's why there's no girl. Who has sex with a man who respects afterwards? Even if he tries to show you he does, you will start to see elements of disdain in your relationship. So at that point, you are trying to make it work. Come out from that nonsense. The beauty is in the chase. So you'd hear the girl who will read it tomorrow. Psalm 1, 5. Book, he touched a part of it. The girl would say in the middle of the night I had to go look for him and I didn't rest until I brought him to my mother's house. It's the beauty of the chase. And some of the most precious times of your life, your marital life is reflecting on the beauty of the chase. I still sit down with my wife and we laugh about the first time I came to your house. It was Christmas. We had just started our relationship newly. We started November 5th. And then we went on a Christmas break. We were both in school. We were both in under level. So that you'd know. We had just gone on a Christmas break. And that time, the phones were not, it's not the kind of phone you have. Now, GSM is everywhere. Even in your village underwater. So only one place I went to that we were looking for network on top of three. So even Victor has come out of the place now. Are you with me? And I'm sure maybe by now, they brought network there. They have not. Till now, we need to go and break a course in that land. You know, there are some villages that have sworn that network will not pass. Because the demons, they are ancient. I mean it. I'm not joking. There are certain demons that operate by the strength of ancient civilization. You get that? That time, there were no phones. They were not prominent yet. That's the time when people were buying one phone for 70,000, 80,000. 2002. So my wife had a landline in their house. We didn't have. My father didn't have as much money as her father. So I used to go to her, my neighbor's house and beg them. They got tired of me. The <laughs> it's the beauty of the chase. That's what I tell guys in church. Enjoy relationship. And be free to tell yourselves how you feel. But cut the lines. Tell her how you feel. Hey! I love Jesus. If not, eh, what will have happened to you? (laughs) It's the beauty of the chase. Cut the lines. So she would call my neighbor's house. Then she got home. There was no word from her. I tried the number she gave me several times. 073. Four six two seven five two it's the beauty of the chase. I mean I stayed in Zara every time I called the house, the phone would ring and ring and ring and stop. Let me tell you, I was living in Kano. I left Cano and went to Joss. I'd never been to her house. I went on the street and I kept asking from door to door. I'm looking for this person's house. Until they finally pointed me to the gate. I got there, the gates were locked. I left like a madman. I returned the next day. That's when I asked the neighbors and I said, Oh, we think they traveled for Christmas. And then suddenly my heart rested. Because at this, I could now account for her. I came back the next day and they were back. She wasn't even ready to to introduce me to her father. She had only told her mother she was in a relationship. But I came to the house and I came confidently. I came like a good boy. I sat down. When the father came, I said, good afternoon, sir. I sat back. I was feeling tensed. The tension was much. But responsibility demanded that I found out where my love was. is the beauty of what? The chase. Some of you cuts up the beauty of the chase because you don't have the discipline to say no. And the guy conquers you and he feels. That's why God said, don't give it to him until he has committed to you. When he understands what it takes to carry your commitment, then you can give him. This is not just a Christian rule. It will work even if you are a beggar. It's a law. Most of the things that God wrote in scriptures are laws that are supposed to govern time. Am I talking to you? That's why I said to you, the principles I will teach you tonight, put it on the, beside any philosophy. The philosophy will fall. They carried the principle in Anak. One day and they took it to the camp of the Philistines. Dagon that sustained them fell to his face. I know what I'm telling. So hey, wake up tonight and tell yourself, hey, I can't live like this anymore. There's a beauty. God intended a beauty when he made this. Can you bow your heads? I want to just pray. Please bow. Just honor God. And bow your heads. Just close your eyes. Bow your heads. I want you to talk to God. Nobody is trying to embarrass you tonight. But listen, you must make a commitment before God. You must hit the point where you say, Lord, I can't help myself with this anymore. That's why we said, let's talk about it. Let's talk about sex. Many people have not been told the truth and they have lived in a lie. And they felt that the best that they could ever be is what that lie has given them. But hey, you are better than that. And tonight I want to make a call for you. I want make a call for you. The one who looks at me, it's not just me she sees. She also sees the one who loves her unconditionally. Everything I do is to reflect that to her. Every commitment I made to her is just so that I can reveal a fraction of that. Can you ask him to love you? Ask that one to love you. He's the only one in whom you can find that true security. And tonight you want to say, Lord, stop this in my life. Or maybe you're not even involved sexually. But you're going down the drain. Or you're involved with something else. And you want to say, hey, Jesus, you're the only one who can help me. Where you see, please slip up your hands. I want to pray for you. We do it because that's the only way help can come to you. We're confident he's willing to help you. Please lift up your hands. God bless you. I can see your hands. God bless you.
1: God bless you, dear.